Thank you for joining us, guys. Welcome to the Mindsets of Greatness podcast. It's your boy, E-Money. I got novelist and underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always in the building. Tell us how y'all doing today. Very good. Happy very birthday, guy. Happy birthday, my guy. Yep, it's Nabla's birthday, the 27th. The Wizard of Oz. I'm out here. Word. Yo, shout out to Nabla's man, Nabla's. Yep. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, I feel blessed. I used to be blessed. blessed. You know, man, be 27 on 20, the 27th of April. I ain't seen about that right now, man. I feel like that's a, like, that's a good name that might be like a shooting star, so I gotta make a wish. That's definitely gonna, like, make my life even better. Word. Yep, it's time to, like, make some moves, make money. And um, pursuit of happiness, man. <laughs> yeah, this is going, oh, it's going I for it. I feel that, man. I feel that. I know it's we're going through this whole like pandemic thing, so unfortunately you're not gonna be able to pop any bottles. Nope. But don't worry, we don't get to it. We don't get to that. But I did have an awesome like uh, dinner. How, how do you guys think about dinners? Like, do you like having dinner like all by yourself, or do you like? Do you think dinner should be always with family or friends or loved ones? Oh, I, uh, I uh, uh, do you want to start? Uh, what, what, what exactly are you asking? What do you think? Uh, what, I, how meaning behind like? What do you prefer? When it comes to dinner time, like, do you prefer to eat alone by yourself? And what does dinner time mean to you? Yeah. Uh, uh, personally, um, I feel like it was, the like origins of it was probably uh, something to do with, like, marketing, you know? But, um, but nah, we don't, we don't do that no more. We don't eat family dinner. There's no set time. I usually eat around, like, my last meal would be around uh, 12 a.m. or something. Like dinner would be like 12 a.m. or the most hardiest meal that I eat is like four or something like that. I only eat like one to two times a day. Not crazy. Yeah, um, back in the day, like when it, when it comes to like American society, like having family dinner times in this country was huge. Huge. Uh, uh, also, I, uh, the inception of American baseball. You know how they always call it? It's America's pastime. Yeah. It's America's first sport and all that. The reason why they say it's America's pastime is because people, when they invented the game baseball, people on their leisure time, they were playing baseball to pass time because they had they only worked a certain amount of hours at the factories or their jobs. It wasn't 40-hour work weeks as it is today. So a lot of families, they had a lot of time where the, the wife could stay at home, make dinner, and everybody was there to be able to eat. So what you're saying is back then they had more time to eat than now, how it is now. Exactly, that's a fact. Like dinner time was like the most important time when it came to it, like back in the day. Because like nowadays, now we're working 40 hour work with people putting in overtime and all that stuff. There's like families that don't have the other spouse or their partner with them to eat dinner. They're eating dinner by themselves. 
Well, you think like since we're in quarantine, that's gonna change now? Absolutely, for most too that people stop using paper plates every time I try to order pizza or something there's no paper plates at all so I don't know if that's a good thing or what you sure they're not cheating you for paper plates because I've seen paper products in the store well some uh, pizza uh, spots I'm not gonna give out their name they don't be giving no paper plates as personnel loves dinner time, that's essential for that. So start giving paper plates, guys. Like save the environment. I mean, wait, I think that's not the same environment, but you know, give back to the people that really need those paper plates. Hmm. Yeah, bro. Like the the man. I'm trying to get rid of that. I like to get rid of that. The five hours. You trying to get rid of working for who works? First of all, five days a week. That's right. Oh, okay. I was about to say like I would love a five-hour work week. Shoot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, for me, like I don't really like that that much because by the time you get to work and you go tie your shoes, it's time to go home. And you got. I'm trying to work myself. I'm trying to work for myself. Oh, no. I like, yeah. like I prefer like a seven yeah. hour shift really because five hours is nothing like you can just help like two customers and then it's time to go home yeah but, but you're you're working for someone you're just referring to like ocean underrated <laughs> aka G money yeah I don't know you talking about Washington <laughs> Yeah, but if I'm working for myself, yeah, like, yeah, five hours. Probably three hours. Cause oh, man, like, 20, 24 hours, man. I'm working for myself. Like, with the writing, bro, I like the writing, man. I, I do it, I do it all, all day. Like, I, I write one thing every day. 
Oh, you know? snap, yeah, underrated. We'll definitely like to hear that, what you wrote the, uh, recently. Uh, yeah, it'll inspire us, man, because us in quarantine right now, we, we feeling down and stuff, like. Yeah, I, I was, like, what do you feel from reading it, bro? But uh, I'm going I'm to read it to you guys right now. All right. Oh, you got a poem for us? <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's a reading. I don't really know. Second, I can't the echoing, bro. I can't hear you all the way. The echoing, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm read. Um, let me read it right now. Yeah. What's up, bro? This that was good, man. Uh, yo, that was that was really good. Thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you. 
When did you Thank come you. up with this, bro? How'd I go? When did you come up with this? Uh, when or what's the question? Yeah, when, yeah, when did you come up with this? When did you, when did you uh, actually create this phone? Uh, we have to be with When did you create uh, I made it, I think yesterday, last night. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, I did it. Bro, I was waiting until like 4 a.m., bro. 3. Yeah. Yo, keep up the good work, man. It's like, I like the story of that. Like, just like keep, keep doing it. That's like, that's dope. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for taking the time out there. Listen to it. Really appreciate it. So what drove you to uh, write that? Um, to be honest, it's like just experiences that I've had myself and you know, you probably would be able to relate to it as well. But I noticed a lot of um, people around me, they, they... Alright, so basically, I'll pick something up, right? Like, a profession. sad at the beginning but then I started to understand it more and then I just uh, like the story started to unfold and I just felt I'm like oh man this is like but yeah I felt sad a little bit right yeah it's supposed to be like blunt very blunt but like it's like blunt but it's like oh but this is true like I've been there you know mm-hmm. that's exactly like you're supposed to be like it's yeah, you're supposed to feel like sad, but at the same time, relieved, you know? That's the thing, that's the thing was good about being an artist. You're able to show and um, reflect what you went through, and then other people can um, compare to that. They can be like, they, re- they relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. So,
I think for me, yeah, me personally, it sounds like this is about um, watching mainstream media and try not to get sucked into it. If you do get sucked into it, these are the repercussions. Exactly. That's that's what I'm getting from it. Exactly what it is. Expectation. Yeah. 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 That's 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 really what it was. Like I was watching some movies and stuff, and they're like black and white movies, like nineteen seventy movies and stuff, and mm-hmm. they all have the same recurring dream. Like there would be this young, super young lady or girl or whatever, and there would be this mm-hmm. older man, most likely married or something. Or something was walking in where you couldn't be with her, but they obsessed. Mm-hmm. They would obsess over each other, you know. Yeah. And I called it new love, like, and it's a real current, current theme in the media, like, you know how new love is, like, tired of being the topic almost, but at the same time, new love tells you, you know? Right. It's like, I mean, people, they have their, their hopes and dreams behind their Cinderella or their Prince Charming, you know? It's almost right. like, it's almost like that song by Jay-Z, I know. You remember that song? Oh, I, I, I I have to get that link, bro. You guys send that one. How does it go? I know? Yeah, remember I had the song I know, and it was like that about that uh, that girl that was addicted to something? Oh, no. Why, Jay-Z? I, know, oh, I yeah. don't remember that Yeah, it's I called know. I know. It was exactly what she was addicted to fame. And oh. Like, and you like, when Jay-Z's like rapping, like what, he, what he's saying, that's what like, she gradually gets deeper into what she's doing until it's too late for her to come on, come back. Oh. Uh, now I'm gonna have to listen. I probably heard this Jay Z song, but I don't remember. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hear that. I, I heard it. I know he has mad songs that um. Like, I'll be thinking stuff, and then people be like, "Yo, Jay Z said that." I'm like, "What?" Because <laughs> <laughs> like I remember I was spitting at uh, um. One last, at the Williamson. <laughs> but I had to choose one emotion? Yeah, just one emotion. For what? The Luna, for the, my body work. If I had to choose an emotion for it? Yeah, like an emotion that you felt like, did you feel like clarity or like confusion? Oh! Um, for this new love, I felt, uh, I felt like, even nothing, you felt nothing, you could see that too, because that's what it is, you know? Yeah, I felt nothing. That, that, that's what I was going for as well, like, well, not necessarily, but. That's those are the people that are um like so so would you say that you mm, I, I I don't know. I, I don't think I should ask that question. But I would say if you ever experience like a like a 
asking for something, something you couldn't let go, even though you know you had. What you say? That you said like a like something you couldn't get. You mean something, something you couldn't, you couldn't achieve? Like, couldn't you couldn't detach yourself from it? An idea, a person, or a place, or whatever it might be. Like when you had it, it was so new. You try to keep it in that status that you found it, a person, a place, or a thing, or an idea, anything. The longer you kept it, the longer you were going to hurt. No? Like, when I was writing it, I, I wrote it um, about four hours, or maybe less hours. But uh, it didn't feel like time was passing by, because I was just thinking so much. Came up pretty quick, but I just went back to edit it and revise it. But I was thinking of making it shorter. Mm-hmm. But I have the other one too. I don't know if you guys want to hear that one. But if you guys want to move on to the next subject, you got another one? Yeah, that was here. This? You want to hear this one too? Yeah. Yeah. So this one is, uh, how can one define love? How could one define love? Love is greater than or equal to one. Love is a force that gives power. Let me begin How can one define love? Love is greater than or equal to one. Love is a force that gives the power to courage. Love humbles the great. Love scares the great. Love is dear. Love is beautiful. Love can't be found. Love is all around. Those who search it know no limits are based upon love. Love is bound to construct. Timeless and always true. Fast, sustainable, all over. Love is dangerous and sensitive. Love, love, love. How can one find love when love defines one? Yo, that was. Damn, that was deep, bro. <laughs> Yo, can you please yeah. do, do it again? Can you please repeat it again? Yeah, you yeah. really got something more than one to really get it. Same. All right. How can one define love? Love is greater than or equal to one. Love is a force that gives the coward courage. Love humbles the greedy. Love scares the brave. Love is dear. Love is feared. Love can't be seen to be found. Love is all around. Those who research it know no limits are placed upon love. Love is bound, no contract. Promise and always trending, as attainable and all over. Love is dangerous, but secure. Love, love, love. How can one define love? When love finds one. That's an interesting topic uh, to write about, too, because some people. They don't know what, what love is, you know. Exactly. And love exactly. means different things nowadays. That's a fact. Like the whole point of it is like, you ever seen like ten step programs to make someone fall in love with you and stuff? Like that? I see that constantly, and it's like 
how could you say how everyone's going to react? You know? Yeah. Do you hear that? What happened? Yeah, those, yeah, those things are kind of, it's kind of bullshit. It's kind of not because certain people react to certain things. Not everybody reacts the same way. Either. You know, like one shoe size fits all type thing. Some people wear eight, some people wear 10, some people have 25. You know what I'm saying? Like, different for everybody. It depends on, you know, the person. Yeah. The people, both of the people, and it's a lot of things in the environment, like the time, the person's mindset, what they went through. You know, like, someone could have died and they just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can all be there. They go through family issues and. Or maybe like their cat, you know what I'm saying? Like they grew up or something. Sure. Or like something good could happen to them, but they don't even really think about that. No, they just think about the good thing. True. Like how how can you say that this is going to work in the world? The whole point is to live and experience what you learn. You can't search up how to do this, how to do that. I mean, you can, but same time. But you're right. Like you def you're right about that. You have to. Make your own path, make your own mistakes so you can learn from them. No one can give you those things to do. You got to do it yourself. You can do research to prevent anything from happening to you, but you're right. Yeah. So, okay, that is a very great point. So, like you said, you saw something about a 12-step program to help get someone, for someone to be attracted to you, right? Yeah. So, do you guys think that it's actually worth the money to pay for something like that from someone, from like a guru, one of those guru guys or whatever? I feel or like... Or something else? Because, uh, like, I was listening to something earlier, and this guy was saying, like, basically those are, like, fans. They just want your money. Um, any of those things where people are saying, like, oh, you can get rich quick or get what you want in 20 seconds or uh, whatever it may be, whatever they're trying to sell you for the information that they already had. So it seems like they've probably been through it already. So would it be worth it for you to spend the money or should you experience it for yourself? Well, uh, for me, I feel like the way I see it, I feel like if you're like socially awkward and you have like some trauma problems or whatever, then it's definitely good to get a guru for like dating relationship or like any of like those advices. But when it comes to like trying to be wealthy and all that, I think those are all those are all scams. Because you're not those doing your own scams. thing, huh? You said those are all scams. Yeah, that's they're all scams. Because I feel like get rich in ten days. Yeah, like, those are all scams. Bullshit. Like they want you to invest all this money and stuff. You don't even like that what they're doing. You're basically just like it's like you're basically just like um. What's the point? Uh, I forgot my thought what I was going to do, but, like, it's just, like, you're not doing your own thing. You're just following someone else and thinking that, truly believing that you're, you're, you're not your own self. You're not your own self. You're trying to be someone else. And that's not right. You have to do your own thing. And I feel like when you do your own thing and you work for it and you eventually get there, then you, you, you'll be happy, you know? 
like there's only patterns. That's what they're basically saying. Like there's a pattern that they saw, and like if you execute this pattern, you might you might have a high chance of succeeding. It, you know, you might get lucky. Like, I I feel like when you talk to people, it's like strangers. It's it's basically like a numbers thing. Like, what if she doesn't even like your haircut? You know what I'm saying? Like, she just that's a deal breaker for her or whoever. You know, like, it's a deal breaker because your haircut is weird. Like, that's not gonna be in the ten step, twelve step program. That's gonna be like you being the person and re- being reactive, or you know what I'm saying? Like, every time I ask, um, every time I, like, watch those people, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly, like, uh, what the psychology is behind them, like, how valid it is, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of those guys, they, um, study those programs and study the psyche, right, and that's based off of patterns, too, right, exactly. I don't know, I feel like some of these people, they just get bored. And they try to like get people to praise them or something. Cause I don't, I don't know. I just feel like you can't get wealthy like that in that ten days unless you're doing something illegal. Even if you're doing something illegal, that shit still takes time. Like I don't understand. Like, yeah, I remember what movie was it? I think it was um, ah oh, man, I forget what it was. It was this movie, and The Rock was in it. The Rock was in it, and it was like, um. They were three people that worked at the gym. No pain, pain, no game, or something like oh, that. Oh, pain, game. Yeah, and like he, like he had gone yeah. listen to this uh, this dude about like uh, being a doer or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, he really like truly believed in that. And so sometimes those things are like they're not good too because you put an idea in people's heads that you that might drive them to do something worse than you what you're trying to help them to do. You understand, what I'm, you understand what I'm saying? Or, yeah. I think I got my point across. I don't, I don't know. This is like a good question, but. Yeah, because um, I've, I've, I always was skeptical about that stuff, too. Like, I've been on YouTube for a couple of, for years, for almost a decade, ever since it came out. And I noticed towards, like, 2000, infomercial. Like even on the infomercial, it's basically the same shit, but it's on YouTube now. It seems like it's transitioned to YouTube. Basically, they're saying they'll help you get rich, or they'll show you the secret of this and that. And pretty much, it's stuff that you could figure out yourself. But they try to um, try to lure you in to base to essentially buy another product, then buy another product, then buy another product, and it just increases in price, aka upselling you. Because they're trying to get rich. That's how they're getting rich is basically selling you an opportunity. That's basically what this is. This is the transaction of an opportunity. A lot of them is supposedly they don't really actually do the things they're claiming that they've done. They don't really do it. They're making the money from selling the opportunity. Yeah, that's a fact too. Like, how long does this dude even get dirt? Like, how you? Like, are, like, do you get them now? Or is it like they, they be having wives and stuff? And it's like, are you using that on your wife? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, how do you? 
time some like random millionaires like hey you want a house like this you want a pencil like yeah. this <laughs> yeah <laughs> take my fifty thousand dollar cinema and i'll get you this kind of pencil yeah. and this kind of house <laughs> also too That's put your fact. whole yeah the fact. or they'll have a stack of money in the video and be like guys i got this just sent to my account about five minutes ago look here's the receipt that's how much I made from my Shopify store selling random products. <laughs> so if you too want to learn how to make this much money by selling random products through Shopify, click the link below. What are you waiting for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Well, I'm not going to hold you. Some of them sort of catch me. And I got to catch myself. I'm like, oh, shit, that's not what I'm trying to watch. <laughs> I'm trying to watch the video. They do. They, they, pretty, <laughs> they pretty good with it. Some of them is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Some of them are pretty good at learning you in. They'll even have, like, they'll, they'll put in shit in the video that they know that will learn people in. Because more than likely, the video you're watching is related to what they're trying to sell. So, for example, if I looked up how to purchase a... Uh, exotic sports car. They're going to have a video if the dude's ad is a fucking exotic sports car in the background and he's talking about you know what I like reading? You know what I like doing more than driving my Lamborghini around the hill? Look. Look. <laughs> so that's a uh, that video too. <laughs> he's like, guys, are you, are you really What you doing? 
maybe ghosting people that don't want to eat. They're like, you're not doing your, you know, they be trying to put, push it out on you too, like you're not doing a good job. Like, they be like, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Look at you, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how yeah. you know, bro? Bro, it's crazy, man. It, it's crazy how they be having it. I mean, some of them, I feel like some of them, I'm not going to hold you, some of them are actually good. Some of them are actually good, and they know what they're talking about. They, they do what they do. They talk the talk, they walk the walk. But a lot of them out there, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, but they're selling you the opportunity, like I said. And that's how they're making the money. Mm. Now, there's a guy, I'm sure you guys heard of this book. You guys have heard of the book of Rich Dad, Poor Dad? What is it called? Yeah. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is the name of the book by Robert Kiyosaki. Nah. Never heard of it? Well, basically, whenever you get a chance, just YouTube the book or YouTube it or Google it real quick. Basically, that's a it's a best-selling book. Um, the guy basically wrote a book where he said that his father was a, a poor man, and then his friend's father, who was like a mentor to him, was a rich dad. So he called it his rich dad because you know he's brothers with his best friend. So basically, his, basically, yeah. Basically, the premise of the story is like you need to obtain assets and limit your liabilities, or else you're gonna end up like his father, who made a lot of money but had a lot of liabilities, and his rich dad had a lot of assets, so he was able to have more. He was able to live more lavishly. His assets paid for his things, not his actual money that he made, and his father used the money that he made to pay for liabilities. Right. But that was the, that was the price of the book. And then he was actually pressed about the book, like, who is your father? Like, they asked him about the father, like, where is he now, and all that stuff. He couldn't explain. So basically, he made the story up. Wow. Yeah, it was basically made up. Just to, it, it was just a moral story. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a real book. Because it's actually under non-fiction. Considered non-fiction, so. That stuff so, really puts people in the bed, man. Fiction, 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 considered I'm sorry, yeah, fiction, fiction, fiction. Mm-hmm. It was considered, yeah, it was considered the category where it's, uh, it's fiction. Yeah. So, this guy basically used this book, and he leveraged this book, into other programs where he talks about like getting real estate, turning from a em- uh, employee to a, a investor. He came up with so many products about real estate, how to invest and stuff like that. But this was the thing. He had the whole seminar like what Nablus, like what you were saying. Yeah. Like come to my seminar, but it's gonna be fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> what this guy was doing, he was literally, basically, people would go to the seminar, right? Pay the price to get to the seminar, and they'll make it cheap, or they'll make it free. Then the person that's running the seminar, it's not even him. He's not even there. It's some other people that he employs there. They run the seminar. They tell you the step one program is this, that, and the third. But to get to the second step, where you'll make a lot of money, we're here. We can take a credit card purchase right now of $20,000. I know you're saying $20,000, but you're not, you're not, you gotta understand, this is your investment. 
basically brainwashing people to take out their credit cards. Like, it was a whole undercover, um, there was a, uh, a news team in Canada that went undercover to one of the seminars and exposed the whole thing. Exposed the whole thing. So that's why I'm trying to tell, like, the moral of the story is you guys got to be careful. Because these guys are basically selling you the opportunity. And that's how they're becoming rich. Because of how they're essentially misleading people. I wouldn't say scam because technically people are giving the money thinking they have a shot. Like, you guys got to, like, you got to understand that there's people... That you think are rich, they're not even rich at all. They're getting rich Especially off the. I'm like, they'll tell you, you can make this X amount of dollars if you do this. They're inflating things. Uh, their proof is supposedly like testimonials of people. Like, we all know testimonials, the results are going to vary. So just because this person's making that amount doesn't mean you will doing the same shit. So you got to understand that. You will need to be careful with their money. No, it's not right what these guys, a lot of them do. A lot of them do this. They basically take advantage and prey upon people that are looking for a way out from this, from being in debt and all that stuff. They want a way out. That's offensive. I've seen, um, like, the motivational speakers, like, I always wondered, like, They hype, they're good storytellers, yo. They're definitely good storytellers. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's more what it is. They're great storytellers, exactly enough stuff. But people, but the thing is this, for you to hear the story, you gotta pay money to hear the story. They're not gonna tell you for free. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna to make you pay them to tell you the story where they got it from some book somewhere in the library for free, where you could go and read it yourself. But the same philosophy is applied to your life for free. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's kind of crazy how, I mean, I mean, kudos to them. For, for them to be able to make money at, at engagements, get books, and make six figures just talking on a stage. Because they, like, they, I don't know, I just, they get them, they get... They know who they pick for the crowd, you know? It's like, um, they're good actors, they're definitely good actors, and they just act that part, yeah. and people want to be them. Right. So then they'll do anything they can to be like them. Right. I think you're right, bro. You're absolutely right with that. Um, what do you think about this, George? Like, when you see those things? I agree with motivation. Yeah, I really agree 100%. That's why, that's why I bring it up. Because it's like, I don't know, it's like a ghost writer almost. You say that again? It's almost a ghost writer. Like, 
good man on the radio because you don't want because I see a lot of rappers like Fetty Wap and them they spent all their money on just like dumb whole bunch of cars and stuff and be broke you want to just keep having music out there you want to do like the Jay-Z route keep working keep hustling until you get to where you want right thank you thank you keep coming up even this fab, is, like even is, even I'm, fabulous. I'm not worried being able to go in that man's breath, bro. Nah, he can definitely do it. It's just like even fabulous. Like he's he's careful like when he releases his albums. Like he could be working behind the scenes too, I don't know. But like that's good though. It's, I mean it's good to treat yourself when you do get famous like that, but not too crazy. Like some of these people they spend all their money on like the jewelry and stuff and they don't even like and he got any money to afford it. You see, that's, that's another thing, too. That, that's going back to my topic was, is it bad to want, like, expensive things? Like that sports car or or the jewelry or whatever. Because, like you said, there's a lot of people with all that stuff, and they're broke as fuck. So it's kind of like... I even want that stuff. Like, why do I even want the stuff? Yep. And the thing is, it's the dudes that are broke 
from getting that stuff, they're the ones that sort of motivate me to want to go get it. Because it's considered like the norm. Symbol. It's the norm, yep. So I'm conditioned to want it from a young age because think about this, fellas. Like, growing up as a boy, you had the Matchbox toys, the action figures, and the girls, they had the Barbie dolls, the Easy Bake Oven, and all that. So as we get older, it's as if we want all those things we were playing with as a child or watching on TV. Every dude work, wants to work out, right? He wants to get the muscles, right? He wants to get that that little sports car, matchbox toy, the Hot Wheels car that he was playing with as a kid, and he wants the ice that he was seeing in the music videos or, or whatever movie he's watching. And he grows up trying to obtain those things. Females, they want the Barbie doll body that she has. You know what I'm saying? They mm. want all that stuff. They want the Ken doll. They want the Ken when they get older. When they get older, what, what do they do? They start... Some of them, most, some of them work out, but most of them are turning the plastic surgery to, to even look like the Barbie doll itself. Yeah, I'm not going I think that's a, a misrepresentation of women. I think most of them are natural, but the ones that make it in those fields that are pushed are unnatural. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying though. But like for those women that want to become yeah. unnatural or they want to change their body, don't you believe that they're conditioned from a young age when it comes to that Barbie doll? Yeah, yo, I, that's crazy. Seen. You could be, yeah. you could be right. I never thought you of that. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, because like all the things that we want as adults, better think about it. These are like your. Your wants from when you're a child. I think Come about on, we we spoke about yeah. this a lot before. Underrated, like, oh, when you were a kid and you went in the store, like you wanted candy. Your parents were like, no, no, no candy, no candy today. Then you're like, yo, when I get older, you sitting there plotting, like, yo, when I get older, I'm buying the whole candy rack. I'm buying the king size of every single candy that's on that rack when I get older. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to cereal aisle? You're like, oh, can I get this cereal box? They said, no, you can't get two, only one. Pick one. <laughs> when I get older, I'm buying three boxes of cereal. Then that, cereal. <laughs> then that causes obesity. Then that causes obesity. Yo, I think it's I like, it's not even... I, a, I know, yo. I know it does. It, it, that's a fact. I but think like... You see, you see where I'm going with this, yeah. you, you see where I'm going with yeah. What you can't have... Right. You eventually right. want, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Things you grew up lacking, you grow older, and when you're able to actually do it and afford it, you right. got it like that, you start trying to obtain all those things until once you get them, you lose that feeling. And you end up not having anything to show for it. And I feel like that's what happens to a lot of us. A lot of people, you know, that are very um, successful when it comes financially for whatever they do as adults or young adults. Like that's what's happening and also like when it comes to the women that they quote unquote call gold diggers mm -hmm. I feel like they, they themselves I, I feel like it's a harsh word to use but I feel like the people that we quote unquote call gold diggers are actually they just want to be accounted for and taken care of they want to be able to have something to show for it I feel like that's that's what's going on here is that they don't want to be that person that buys everything and has nothing to show for it once they do it. So they 
They want to depend on someone else to provide that to them. Do we blame these people? Could we blame these females that want that? No. That want security? We can't blame them. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people are like, oh, she's a golden. She just want my money. Fuck, fuck her. No, she just want to get in the Lambo. She don't want, she doesn't want me. But I mean, in a sense, we as a society create this type of mindset. We yeah. condition her to think that way. From all the movies, TV shows, magazines she's read, she feels like she, in order to get that guy, she has her... In order to live a good life, to get the things she wants, she needs a rich guy to take care of her. Hmm. To get the things that she wants. So I feel like we sort of can't blame these. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. I think that's when... That's why it's not good to... Like, when you have a child, it's not good to show them certain movies. Because they're gonna, they believe that's what's, that is reality. Like, what movie would you say? Because all the movies I've seen that have those scenes, they always end up like, with a good moral. Alright, like, so... If, if your son or your daughter is like around like six or something, don't show them... Don't show them um, uh, Die Hard or like <laughs> um, Training Day or something <laughs> like that because they're gonna want to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, is you don't want to show them violence like that because then you got to teach them that you got to teach them like the wrong side of it and all this stuff. If you just show them that, they're going to want to live that mentality. I, you, you know something that you brought that up? That's a great point. That, and that comes back, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we are essentially products of our environment and the people that we grew up seeing and the yeah. things that we grew up seeing and being around. So, like, the kid that gets locked up in jail or ends up like his father who's locked up in jail, that is just a vicious cycle of what growing up in his environment and the people that were around him. He thinks it's right, like, oh, for me to get that, for me to get that fitted, for me to get them J's or the, or the fit, the crazy fit, you know, that the Cuban link, right? Mm -hmm. In order for me to get it... I have to do that. I have to do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're looking for the answers, and that's what they saw growing up. So, they end up, you know, being about that life. And then they end up getting caught up, too. Because why? Because they wanted those materialistic things. Because they saw it on TV. They saw it on TV, or they seen it in real life. And then they can play it out on recess and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. That's when... That's why I don't like I don't really like water guns that much, especially in an early age like that, because you're like teaching them what guns are. That's the, that's just me. I just I don't feel like they should be using that. Like you notice they stopped making toys like that too. You notice that right? Like action um, figures that have like guns or anything like that, they stopped making toys like that. I haven't noticed, honestly, bro. I, have, I haven't been in the toy aisle in so long. I haven't even noticed. I feel like cowboys make, um, with, like, that thing. That is, like, things that are for baby boomers, like cowboys and stuff, like Russian cowboys in India. Yeah. 
I was just watching this with Pop, and it, it was like, it made it seem like, um, it's cool to, like, kill or be killed, like, that type of thing. Yes, yeah, exactly, and that's what, that's what, like, that, that's what's happened, that's what happens in the streets, in the trap, you know what I'm saying, like, with that, with the whole, like, you know, I want to get those shoes, I want to get those clothes, I, I gotta be about that life, and it's a kill kill or be killed mentality that goes on and, and people are dying left and right over what because this dude wanted jays or this dude is a part of that game and we don't fuck with them dumb dumb shit man this is this is really dumb shit and it's all stemming this is all this is all basically problem the problematic the problematic system that's developed to create people this way. I, f- I really believe in that. Let them while they're young. The, they huh? the ones that, the ones that they, they feel like there's nothing else that they can't see, anything else, but they feel desperate. Yeah. I feel bad for those people. Like Those are the ones that I really feel bad for them. Because they... they you know what I'm saying? Like, they have all this energy. And like I said, they got the motivation, they got the drive. But they just feel like the, the cars they were dealt, they, they just can't do anything else, you know? Like, uh, like Tupac in that song changes. Like, he's like, Yep. Um, he's like, My stomach hurts, so, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you know? Like, he's yeah. depressed. Song, he's talking about committing suicide, and he's talking about like nobody would care if he killed himself because he's black, and uh, it's just another ugly mouth on the welfare, like you know, like, welfare, yeah, yeah, like, bro, that's crazy, yeah, it's like environmental, you know, like me personally, I was blessed enough to have a good family and good support system, and I'm not to do none of that stuff, you know, but then it comes to like those other people that are like halfway crooks or whatever. They're trying to live that portrayal. They're trying to get girls or whatever, like status or respect or whatever. Yep. I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm gonna tell you guys a story. Like I was, um, I was doing some research, right? And I saw that, um, you're right. And it's also people that have a good lifestyle and they just want to, like, you, they just want to go into another lifestyle to get respect. Right. Like, it's a guy named, he was uh one of these, uh he went into this gang called the Rolling 90 Crib. Uh, his name Carmen Terrell. And, um, yeah, this kid, like, he just gave up his whole life. His mom and dad is rich and gave up his life to be in a gang, which led to somebody getting killed. And he got off the case. And it was just like this kid was just trying to become something he, was, he wasn't. He's changed his whole lifestyle, his whole persona. So it's crazy how the music does influence people to want a certain life. So that's why when you do have kids, um, you gotta like, you really gotta be careful, like what you're showing, like what you're listening to, like everything. Yeah, true. Yeah, it, it really comes down to the responsibility of the parents. 
you know, because, um, like, me, me, like, for me personally, like, I'm able, I've always been able to do this. I'm, I'm able to filter some things in, and I filter other things out. Yeah. So when it comes to the music that I grew up listening to, like, a lot of the, you know, I listen to, like, uh, like the NWA stuff. I remember hearing like the old tracks, you know, growing up Tupac, Biggie. Uh, you know, the 90s hip hop was more on that like, about that life shit, basically. Mm-hmm. They called it the gangster rap shit. Uh, that. I was able to listen to that and not, you know, think that it's um, like, hey. oh, I'm supposed to be doing that shit. I'm supposed to be doing that. Yeah. You know? And I feel like the, the reason behind that is because of my, one, my parents, my upbringing, and, and the environment that I was in. I feel like that has a lot to do with this. So it's a big responsibility for the parents to sort of see what their kids are watching and explain to them what's, what's good and bad, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a big responsibility on the parents because if the kids see you doing it, they're going to do it too. It's not the parents' fault sometimes, though. It's not the parents' fault sometimes. You you can raise your kid pretty good, and then his friends from, like, that's why high school and middle school is, like, it's where you really see someone change because of statuses and trying to fit in. So it's not even that. It's just, like... You can do, it's like, at the end of the day, you can raise your kid, but it's up to them. That's a sad route. Of yeah, what path they're going to go. Like, the real life experiences, like, we react to everything. Like, I remember growing up, I felt like I had a hook because of keeping it real or whatever. Yeah. You know what gets, yeah, you know, I agree with you. You know what gets me upset, all fast stuff, like, when somebody's talking about they're in the hood, and they have to live like that. And it's like, you don't have to do this, but you're talking about you have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah bro. I remember Austin, he also had a song. He like, uh, what does it mean to get a little bit to you? Because everyone's using it, and I'm fucking confused. Like, is it, is it you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He's like, mm, question that time. Because I remember everyone saying, I'm a little I'm a little bit. Everyone just said, hey. It's like it's not cool to me because it's like, all right, you got shot, but yo, that 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 hurts, bro. <laughs> like I'm not trying to get shot. I don't know why it's like. It's the same thing with that. I feel like with the, huh? This is my thing. Like, 
you like this is what I want to give the advice for upcoming artists. Like this living that lifestyle is not cool. You're not gonna be able to enjoy your fame by living like that. You're gonna be watching your back all the time. Like look what happened to six look what happened to six nine. <laughs> he snitched on everybody. Now he's gonna be paranoid like crazy. Right. He literally is gonna be Joker. Because you can see how Joker is insane, he's gonna be like the Joker because he's gonna just he's gonna be like all paranoid. He's gonna just like he's not gonna have no friends. Yeah, man. Yeah, supposedly he's um on house arrest, but he's buying up all this stuff. He bought like four cars, jewelry, clothing, a whole bunch of shit, supposedly. So, he but, seems to be planning to enjoy it, you know, now that he's out. Wait, he's out? He's enjoying his freedom. I thought he's not out yet. Now he's out. He's on house arrest. He got out because of the coronavirus outbreak. He's on house arrest though. Yo. He's like, he snitched on everybody, man. It's like, it's crazy. Bro, I would have did the same shit. They were trying to kill him. They were trying to kill him. Because he's a shot, 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 nigga. Yo, his songs were so bad, man. It's like, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's more of a high thing. Like, I, I respect him actually. You know why? Because even he, I respect his hustle and I respect him because one, he he knows how to market. He, he knows how to market himself. He knows I love what marketing is. For one, and two. He was authentic about the music that he makes. He says, I just go in the studio, we just do we just do the track and then whatever happens, happens. He admit that his shit is bullshit. He went in interviews and says like, yo, the, the shit that I'm saying, does that even make sense? He'll repeat his lyrics and say, does that shit even make sense? <laughs> and it's funny to hear him say it. And it's a fact. He's right. That shit don't make sense. He's like, the people just like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a good situation to be in. Blueface is another one. Him, too. He says, like, that, bro, I just do the, I just go in the studio and just say random shit. I'm just doing this for the money. Who he said? Said that, um, Gucci? Cardi B said it, too. Huh? No, Cardi B, she's trying to, I don't know, but she's, like, she I wouldn't want my kids to listen to her, honestly. I am just trying to get the bag. I don't really care. I'm just trying to get the bag. Cardi B's come out and say it.
I don't respect how he I snitched though. The fact that he was how how he was able to come up. He was able to do it all by himself. He did it all by himself. Who are you talking about? And knows the game six nine. He didn't do that by himself. He had no, the he was rapping for a long time. He was rapping for a long time. I know, but he had the gang. The gang up. helped him get his name out there. They helped but him. But look what he did with his hair. That his hair wasn't always like that. He oh, didn't I'm, always have yeah. all the respect. And he invested in himself to change his look so he could stand out more. Yeah. Like he was willing to risk doing that, and he did it. And that's I feel like that's what blew him up more because when he made that first video with Gummo, when I first seen on Instagram, I was like, who the hell is this? <laughs> Dude, with all these bloods in the background with rainbow hairs. This nigga oh, gay. Man. Is he gay? <laughs> how do how they, they even, um, even rockin' with this shit? How's he there chillin'? How they all chillin' in, in the hood? Hey, if Young Thug can do it, man. Rainbow hairs, fam. Young Thug wearing a skirt. In a soccer jersey. In a fucking soccer jersey. That just had you scratch your head like, who the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, that was good marketing. But you're right, and I said that was the gang that really helped him out. But yeah. If he was, I, I tell you, bro, if he was wearing like all red or regular clothing, his hair was his regular, his natural color. I would have never thought anything in the video, but the beat, oh, the beat is far. But it had me interested to know, like, what the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like that's marketing. That was his marketing genius. <laughs> Nobody has the hair. Everybody has pink dreads. Everybody has blue dreads. Nobody has fucking rainbow hair dreads. Or rainbow hair, period. And this guy did that. And he was the first one. He blew that shit up. He blew it. Like, what was fat with me and fat Nick? He blew it in two. Say that again? The corn and oil. It means fat Nick. Fat Nick. Fat Nick? Fat Nick. Oh, I, I, I know who you're talking about. He colored his hair like that, too? Mm-hmm. Who? Before or after 6 9 blew up? Yo, bro, I'm telling you, bro, like, that, I don't know, I don't think those two people are rappers, but they're not even artists. They're just weirdos. Honestly, yo, the whole image <laughs> of hip hop. Bro, everybody says that it's the time of the weirdos right now in hip hop. In 2015, they said. But yo, like, people like that, though. People like that vibe. Yeah. Snoop was, <laughs> yo, Snoop was talking smack, yo.
Hopkins, Hopkins is hilarious. Yo, it, they're not as bad as Blueface, yo. Blueface is offbeat like crazy. He's like, yeah, you know, I hit, I spin the bottle and I, you know, I, I move it, I, I, I move the car and you know, uh, uh, and he doesn't like. It's stuff he's saying does not make sense, and it's like, he's like, bro, what? And bro, he's admitted that shit. He admits that shit that it don't make sense, but it gets him paid, and that's what he, that's his mission. He should get paid. And he's kind of funny too. He has some bars, bro. You gotta look for them. He does have certain bars. He said some shit like. I just do this shit on a weekend. He off beat though. <laughs> like, that shit is not funny. I'm he's like, off beat though. Listen to that, yo. Cause Cardi B's be saying some craziness on live. What'd she say? She be like, Oh, I gave this person head and it's like, yo, like you got people, you got kids looking up to you. What are you talking about? It's like she don't she gotta like she be talking like she don't be realizing where she like who she talking to and like you know what I'm saying? Like but, but, it's a time and the place. That, like, that comes down to the parents though. That comes down to the parents. The parents are cool with it too. Eight year old is able to hear Cardi B saying how she cops off dudes and steals and steals their wallets. I don't think that's Cardi B's problem. I feel like that's the parents of that child's problem. And it's like, is this but not Cardi like Cardi B's just yeah. being real? Like she's, she's just a real person. She's being authentic, and that's what's giving her all the clout is how authentic she is. I mean. 